No, I can't quite believe we're saying that either. Yes, again, Takuma. Welcome back to Motorsport 101. Hey everyone, your, your friendly neighbour host Dre Harrison here for episode 257 of the Motorsport 101 podcast. And, uh, whew, what a uh, dramatic Indy 500 we had, and this is your Indy 500 special edition of the podcast. And, uh, yes, you are reading that correctly, 43-year-old Takuma Sato has just won his second Indy 500. And, uh, yeah, we couldn't quite believe it ourselves until about 30 laps from the end, but here to break it all down... As always, is Mr. Ryan Eric King. Hello, sir. Hello. Uh, you you may have watched the 500 preview episode, and I did pick a particular driver to win that race. Uh, right. Yes, that driver, in fact, did not even finish said race. Whew. Well, Look, <laughs> I can't even laugh. My guy didn't finish either. So it's just like, you know, I, I can't even mock you for it because we're in the same boat on this one. It's just, you know, my one was probably a bit more of a banker than yours, so it actually probably hurts a little bit more, given that you picked Marcus Ericsson, and I picked Alex Rossi, and I thought that was a great pick. <laughs> it was looking like a good pick for a while. Hello, Cam. How's it going? Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm back. Reports of my demise were greatly exaggerated. Unfortunately, reports of my boy's demise in the contest for the Indy 500 were not exaggerated. Ooh. Somehow, uh, somehow of the three of us here, my pick did the best, but it's the best of a bad bunch, really. It's a hollow victory, really, isn't it? It's, 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 it's like your car made the flag. It's like, congratulations, you're well, automatically it, better than the others. It. Most of it made the flag. Some of it got sent to the Shadow Realm. It happens. <laughs> As you do. We'll break down all of the Indy 500 in the next, well, I would say X number of minutes, but given us, we don't know how long this will end up going. <laughs> but we will try. Uh, we're aiming for 45 to 60. Don't quote me on that. Anyway. <laughs> as, long as, it's shorter, as long as it's shorter than the time to repair a pit, the pit lane attenuator. Eh, again, up for debate. Uh, places you can find us real quick. If you're watching us on YouTube, hi, it's nice to see you. Um, if not, and listen to our audio feeds like you normally do, uh, you can find us on youtube.com forward slash motorsport101, where all of these episodes will now be uploaded in full down the road at some point. Pretty cool. We're on facebook.com forward slash motorsport101. We're on Twitter at motorsport underscore 101. And if you'd like to follow our personal handles, they are literally right below our names if you're watching us on YouTube. If not, it's at Harrison101HD, at Ryan Eric King, and C Buckley917. Shout out to RJ, who's watching along with us right now, but sadly can't be. He's in the middle of vacation, the jammy git. Um, <laughs> but, but, but I hope you enjoy the recording anyway, good sir. Um, again, you're, again, if you really like us, you can back us financially on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash motorsport101. $5 gets you early access to all of our audio shows before they go out, and $10 gets into the supporters club of our Discord server where you can watch and listen into these shows live as they're being recorded, as well as early access to all the YouTube full-length episodes of the podcast before they're released to the general public as well. So, you know, that's all fun stuff. And you can find all of those details and a lot, lot more on our website, motorsport101.com. 
So, we're going to go by King's beautifully crafted, slightly error-ridden set list here. <laughs> oh, Lord. There was one error at the start with the episode number, though I think before we get to that, we do have to talk mm. about the certain set of circumstances that we have at this particular Indy 500, where it's been made clear cool. to everyone, repeatedly on the broadcast, hey... It's finally real. It fe- it feels weird that there's no fans here. And then, you know, said MVC personality says, we miss you, fans. Yeah. And uh, uh, for some members of the motorsport media, it really did only click a couple days before the race. And man, it clicked hard. People, it clicked hard it clicked for a lot of people. fucking hard. Mm. Like, Wow. Is really going to be empty grandstands at the 500. Yeah, it was It was like not a lot of fans show up for the practice and the qualifying sessions anyway. So when you see the cars lined up on the grid, like, you know, half an hour or an hour before the off, and then you see the grandstands with no one there when it's normally two, three hundred thousand people. That's, I think, when it really sunk in for me that, yeah, there's there's no one here besides the media and the teams. It's just like, Whoa, okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> some of the drivers were really, you know, into the fact, like, for a lot of drivers, it was their first 500, but, like, the race mm. is still the race for them. Uh, mm. Like, in driver introductions, some people, like, some of the rookies had fun, like, Renus VK with his, uh, ah. <laughs> with his, with his spin and double point. <laughs> now available in gift form. I highly recommend you use it whenever you do something cool on Twitter, because, big uh, Renus VK. <laughs> Renus VK wins the Motorsport 101. Let's have fun with this driver intro award for a beautiful spin and double points. Like like Magnum. You you have to see it. Big Um, Renus energy. Yeah, I was like, Renus immediately became my favorite to win. I was like, let's go Renus VK. I want him to win. Just like, there's so many great things about that gif. Like, Ryan Hunter Ray completely standing still. Hinchcliffe clapping along sheepishly, like, yeah, let's clap like all 20 people in the back. And then Renus just does a spin at a finger point because sod it, why not? <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful gif on so many levels. Yeah. Um, I, I, another so- point that I couldn't find, but hilarious and also peak 2020 is that, mm. uh, Ed Carpenter for this year's 500 is sponsored by the United States, the United States Space Force. And amazing. During, during the national anthem, they, they cut to Ed Carpenter, you know, staying alongside mm-hmm. his car, hand across his heart. And next to him, saluting is the general who's the head of the Space Force, the chief of space operations. That's just, <laughs> look, that's just, uh, <laughs> That's just a cadet su- saluting his general. And he's in full Space Force uniform, as in he's in a camo uniform, which, again, what? And we, um, uh, 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 no, we all made the like... point when we, we, we made the point during our watch party on Sunday. What good is, like, ground camo in space? <laughs> you think it would just be black with little white dots for the stars, but no. Right! No, right, fucking. But- Fucking Digicam, I guess, I guess Digicamo works in space. <laughs> my, my man dressed like a gun camo in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, even though he's part of the Space Force. The one area of the military I'd argue you can be a bit more creative on color. 
But no, no. my man was in full desert camo. Well, uh, get, just to, just to give off the hint that this is Space Force, instead of having you know the black embroidered lettering for the name and like the the general stars mm. in the cap, they have they have dark blue. We're <laughs> just... different. <laughs> Amazing. I, honestly, also, I, w- I would have pissed myself if, if Carpenter immediately like took the knee. And just just to see what the reaction would have been <laughs> next to a Space Force general. Could you imagine the reaction if that had gone down? Well, Nuclear meltdown in Indianapolis. Well, <laughs> we, we still had all the usual pomp and circumstance that we get with free race, oh, yeah. with free race uh, activities at the 500. We, we had, uh, obviously, Jim Cornelson singing back home again in Indiana to, to no one. Uh, we had you know, <laughs> two two local. We had we had two doctors singing. Well, two surgeons singing the national anthem. We had the air. So just, we had the air we, force we ha- thunderbirds uh, flyover. We had one of our brothers sing the national anthem, and he had some pipes on him. I was like, <laughs> "Yes, sing oh, me to heaven, Doctor General." <laughs> yes, sir. But uh, yeah, we had all the usual pomp and flair, even though there was no one there to see it. Again, weird. Yep. But uh, it had to happen. And uh, yeah, then we kind of went racing. And it actually, ended up, I think we ended up starting about 10 minutes ahead of schedule, which was nice, I suppose. Yeah, no no, um, no need to pause for applause. Nobody's here. Nope. No? No? Nope. Let's just get on with it. Uh, which is what I like to see in my motorsport. So we got, we got started. We were all rooting for Marco Andretti, you know, Indy 500 pole sitter. We thought maybe it's Marco's year. His lead lasts a grand total of maybe 300 yards. It didn't even, uh, <laughs> wasn't even leading across the stripe. Oh. Yeah. Well, he, he did lead across the stripe, but Dixon's, you know, plan was simply just, I'm in second. I'm not allowed to start in front of Marco, but doesn't say I can, can't can start behind Marco, and he just dips behind Marco, gets the toe, and just blows right past him. Now, correction, Scott Dixon's plan was to flatten the field. Oh, yeah. lord. Well, like a pancake. Well, we'll get mm. to the points where he lost the lead, uh, but Later. in total, he led 111 out of all 200 laps. <laughs> yeah, only just, I think that's what, five short of last year with Simon and yep. one of those are like the two highest counts for the last decade. Yeah, and they've been two of the hottest 500s on record. Yeah, yeah. Dick Dixon was dialed in for I'd argue probably the first 170 laps of this race. It was, it, it it's it was like Dixon was so great at manipulating the traffic, breaking away from the toe, generating big gaps, or everybody else seemed to trip over each other. Um, but every time he, every time he built a solid lead, a caution would come out, and um, well, we got the first. One, yeah, we know. got the first one real early on. But before yeah, then, six. the start looked clean for the most part, but it wasn't mm. clean because one Zach Veach uh, pinned Ed Carpenter <laughs> against the short <laughs> <the> shoot wall. <laughs> Not the space cadet. No. Oh, not Lord. the space force car and 
Veach clearly having tr- tremendous respect for the United States military immediately <laughs> pinned Carpenter on the outside wall between one and two. Like, basically on the opening lap of the race, and that put Carpenter in the pits, put him, I think, 14 laps down, and that was the end of Carpenter's effective challenge very early on. But he was still um, out on track, just like, scoop up any spots for people who crash out. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get, it, it's all prize money, King. They all, it all counts, it all you know? Counts. It all counts. Got to get those laps in. Anytime you can get the Space Force cars and TV time inadvertently is a bonus. It's, 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 it's like the days of Mana when they were in F1. It was like, any time we're on the hard camera, we'll take it. Um, and yeah, yeah we v- did. Uh, Veach was a bit silly on that one, yeah. pinning Carpenter in. Yeah, we did get the a, first caution very early on. Yeah, it took us six bro. laps. Six laps in. Oh my god, how hot does something have to burn for the fire to be green? James <laughs> Davison's right front brake clamped on, and uh, shit was hot. Exploded. Yeah, Shit's a- on it fire, exploded. yo. Exploded. Apparently, <laughs> both his front brakes were clamped shut for the entirety of his race. Is that, uh, is that good when you're traveling it? Uh, 250 miles per hour? Well, I think uh, when when he got, when the field spread out, his fastest lap time was over 200 miles an hour. He did yeah. over 200, uh, an over 200 mile an hour lap with his brakes clamped shut. Yeah. Um, you can imagine oh, that this generated off. quite a bit of heat. Yeah. And, um... Going down the back straight on lap six, the right front rotor catches on fire and explodes. Yeah. That, it, 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 it was terrifying to see in real time. Um, the whole thing exploded down the back straight. According to King's notes here, it looks like the front brake line either pinched or kinked. It clamped the front brake shut. 300 pounds plus of pressure. And by the time we'd actually seen the car on the caution flag come out after the exploded brake disc, we could see the fire coming off the front right tire, and it melted the tire off the rim. It was the fire was green. It was fucking green, and the hub melted down, and it melted down a magnesium wheel. Do you realize how hot shit has to get for magnesium not to just flash but to melt? Yeah, it, 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 this is not like your average science lesson Bunsen burner where you put a strip of magnesium over the top and see what happens. Uh, no, this is a this is a lot more, shall we say, explosive. And uh, thankfully, Davison was okay. He was able to get the car to a, a complete stop. And uh, I even joked that it was uh, something out of F Zero GX, which I thought was I was quite proud of that one personally. Show me your moves. Uh, uh, yeah, um, but uh, it it wasn't it wasn't pretty. That was the first caution of the day, uh, lap six in the end. And uh, I don't oh, like, there was a few guys came in. I think some of the back markers came in for an early stop yep. to deliberately go off sequence. Yep. Yeah, alternate um, strategy, which consisted of I believe Pagano, Askew, Power, Castor Neves, and Fernando to try and yeah, jump they, the field, hoping for a caution. And to their exactly. credit, they were they were fast out front. Um, Pagano looked like he did last year once he was out in clean air, but that was kind of the theme of this race. Nobody mm. could pass. Yeah, you pretty it, it much wasn't. had two or three laps after the restart to make a move, 
after that, you were not getting around anyone. Yeah, it didn't yeah, matter how one, fast one, you were. Only the top two or three cars could really make a move on each other. Yeah, um, it was it, it, once the tires had set in, once the grip started dropping off, once the the turbulent air came into play, it was extremely hard to pass people. So, yeah, it's uh, they it's, didn't get it's their wild. caution. They didn't get their yeah. caution, and it kind of set the tone for all of their races from that point forward. Right, and uh, we we wouldn't see another caution again until lap twenty five. And uh, bad news, King, it's it's your man in the twenty grams of protein car. Um, you picked Marcus Ericsson. Like this is the part where I put the meme underneath the picture that goes. This is this this is why I'm, this is a bad tweet. You should delete this. <laughs> this is and, a, no, um, this could be an episode on the podcast. So there's your problem. Oh my yeah. god! So like so it's like so you picked Marcus Ericsson to win the five hundred. Uh, I, I, I wanted, I wanted to. Chair. I wanted to pick a Ganassi, but I didn't want to pick Scott Dixon. <laughs> Now, as it, as it stands, for the rest of this year, we've used up all picks for Scott Dixon. They are b- now banned. You have to pick someone else. <laughs> yes. That means you, Chris DeHardy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, Erickson just, you just lost the car in the middle of the turn. Pancaked the wall. And uh, that's what they call a meatball flag in iRacing. Yep. It's, that's his day done. Oh. It was done. We had a few more. I think. I think most of the field came in on that lap twenty-five stop. Yeah, twenty-five was uh, when everyone committed. Yeah, every, everybody came in apart from the guys that came in on lap six. They thought, "Let's get an early. Let's get a free stop out of the way." Um, and they all they all pretty much did, and we got a lot of green flag running after that. A good sixty laps worth, nearly, <laughs> nearly pardon me, of a uh, green flag running. So and, what uh, had happened was, uh, a, so a, a number of people pitted off sequence early on, and they didn't come in on twenty five. And one person that found themselves near the front was uh, Simon Pagano. Uh, he he had a couple laps out front, though. After the lap twenty five, after like the lap twenty five restart, he ended up in a situation where it was him behind. Uh, Ryan Hunter Ray, and that was much later on. Oh, much later on. Okay, yeah, well, that was much later on. I, 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 I I'm gonna take the reins on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'll just edit this part out in post. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, oh, we got up. So we got a a lot of green flag running, and it pretty much. At that this point in the race, we're just realizing Dixon has command of this thing. It was, it was nobody could touch him. Yeah, no one could touch him. A lot of people were like, "This race is pretty much it's over." <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, we get five or six five hundreds a decade where we think we we think like seventy laps in. Oh, this person's dominant. They're they're gonna win. And yet, and yet, yeah. like I said, I think I think by the time we got to lap eighty four, which was the next major incident, I think Dixon had something like a ten second lead underneath him. 
Yeah, um, he um he got to he leapfrogged his way to the front of the field, or he he ended up at the front of the field, and there was lap traffic that those behind mm. him could not clear because of the dirty air. So he just drove right. the fuck away. Yep, like they, they were the they were the bottleneck as Dixon took off into the distance until lap eighty four. Lap eighty four was when Dalton Kellett. Uh, lost control of his car and went into the turn free wall, and that brought out our next caution. Yeah, yep. and uh, again, another instance of just driver losing the car mid-corner. And uh, reminds me a little bit of the incidents here in 2018, when it was also very fucking hot, and that well, was the first year of the IR-18s. With, with Callet, uh, I forgot who it was, but someone was making a move on Callet and came down in front of him on entry to turn three. Yeah. He lost the air on his wing, and he just didn't yeah. know how to deal with it, and just went into the turn three wall. Yeah. Yep. Um, chalk that one up into uh, inexperience, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd say so. So that brought out another caution. Um, a few guys in the field would again take a stop. Um, field reshuffles a little bit. Um, we're getting ready to restart on lap 93, and coming out of turn 4, Connor Daly spins on the exit of turn 4, he's gone too narrow, um, coming out of turn 4, he spun it, Oliver Askew doesn't see Daly's car till the last minute, he's in a cloud of smoke, he has to take evasive action, he spins out himself. No, um, but the thing, the thing was that, Askew, like, Daly wasn't in front of Askew in any way. Like, there was just a cloud of smoke he couldn't see, and he just panicked and lost control of the car. Yeah. Yeah, and the way he, he panicked. Spun... Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, he he panicked himself. He spun out. Daly looked like he might have just about been able to save his spin. He was dangerously close to the turn four inside wall. And then Askew, Askew spinning car himself hits Daly's car. Daly goes into the wall, Askew goes into the wall, they're both out. Yeah, Askew um, actually, he hit the wall first. He hit the wall with, at almost unabated mm, speed. Yeah. It, it was so sudden, we thought initially that something broke on his car. Right, and he, a, he, he rebounded so off the car and clipped Daly while he was heading towards the outside wall. That was that yeah. would count as a uh, that would count as a combo in in Space Cadet 3D Pinball. <laughs> <laughs> Activate the gravity well. Um, yeah, it it wasn't pretty. Um, thankfully, again, both drivers okay. Um, but yes, yeah, so I said that was it. Took, it took another seven laps to, uh, to clean those cars off the field, make sure the track was okay. Um, both Daly and Askew out, but again, thankfully, both all right. Uh, we got restarted on lap 100 at half distance, and we got into a phase of about 20 laps where the two fastest dudes in the field were comfortably Dixon and Rossi, and they started basically playing pinball with each other by taking each other's slipstreams, basically, and just swapping the lead lap after lap, basically, as they were going over the line um, and trying to break away from the field. It you, they They could both of them were clearly on the same wavelength of let's get away from the field and turn this into a two-horse race, basically. Well, they tried, but they could mm. not because I believe it was Pato Award right behind them wouldn't let them get away. Yeah, Award was able to, you know, keep a keep a somewhat 
close. Keep it to within that. about a second. Keep he kept it within, it within about a second for that stint. Mm. It was like uh, mm. when Rossi showed up. It's like a Super Smash Brothers, a new challenger appears trailer. Yes, that and... was the first time we saw anyone be able to actually pass Dixon at all. Yeah, and like we we talked about award, we talked about Askew, and people are gonna ask about, hey, where's the third McLaren? Where's the McLaren of Fernando Alonso? And uh, Alonso. Alonso's race was pretty much completely derailed by clutch issue, where uh, there was no way for him to to engage the clutch to to pull away from the pit box. So he needed to be pushed off, pushed out of his pit box by his crew, meaning that mm. any time they came in the pit, he was immediately losing anything he gained on track, and especially in a race where it is really hard to overtake this year, Alonso had. No chance at winning. Nope. Yeah, he was, um, even before the clutch issue, he was fairly anonymous, even compared to his own McLaren teammates. You know? No. This place is tough. Uh, yep. Yeah, I, I suspect there's always been a little bit of an air of arrogance about Alonso in the Formula One culture of just really? thinking they're just going to roll up at the 500 and dominate because we're Formula One drivers. And, really, like, you know. Like Lewis's comments about Alonso doing well his first year. Well, yeah. A, um, you know. He finished, you know, he finished the race. That's. That's about all there is to say about Alonso's day. Yeah, he finished the well, race. It's, it's, it's the first time he's finished the 500 in three attempts. Good for him. Yeah. So, we we go to lap 122 here, and after about 20 laps of lead topping between Dixon and Rossi, there's another caution, and this one oh. hurt because it was, it was Alex Palu in the wall from P9 at turn two. He just lost it and went and checked up straight into the wall, and that was a darn shame, because he was running very, very well indeed for his first ever 500 attempt. Yeah, yeah the, the other Spaniard was having such a great race. We what, Just before this accident, during our watch-along, we were talking about how Haley was making a great case for Rookie of the Year, that, mm. you know, he was really impressive in the coin car. Uh, well, Dale Coin with Team Go car. Uh, it it was heartbreaking to see him hit the wall. Yeah, this one hurt. Um, again, another case of losing the car mid corner. This time he lost the rear, tried to catch it, and it sent him up into the outside wall. Yeah, that was uh, a very unfortunate accident. Paley had a phenomenal run. He was running in, in the top ten most of the way through. He was in ninth. When that accident happened, he was, uh, and yeah, he was legitimately one of the fastest cars, not only in qualifying before the weight jacker failure, but in the mm. race he had speed. But again, the symptom <laughs> of the turbulent air and the tire drop off. He was mm. quick, but he couldn't go anywhere with it. Yeah, story of a lot of the cars in the upper midfield this time round. You know, fast in their own right, but again, unable to make real movement through the field. Um, mm. But there was one other significant incident as a result of this 122 caution. Uh, a lot of the field is coming in for a fresh stop. Um, and we see on the camera, Alex Rossi has come into the pits. Um, he's coming out. He's been released into a three-wide situation, and that was never going to work. 
uh, on, on Indianapolis's pit road, and he makes contact with the rear of Takuma Sato's car. Um, and in IndyCar, it's pretty much a stonewall penalty. If you if you have contact in the pits like that, you will be done with an unsafe release penalty. And in the context of the 500, that means back of the grid for the restart. And that dropped Rossi from a net third place all the way to the back. And, uh... Well, not net, net, not net third. He was second. He was ahead of Sato. If he yeah, didn't second. make contact, he would have been in front of Sato for the restart. Right. Well, okay, maybe yeah, because sick. Sato would have got out ahead of him on uh, pit lane. But either way, yeah. I mean, that took... Uh, right. I mean, some, some were arguing this, that Sato was in between lanes. To that, I say he had a McLaren on his outside. There was nothing... Sato was an innocent bystander here. Yeah. He he was already in a two wide that the Rossi's team should never have released him into into the path of two other cars at the same time on pit road. Yeah, that like was never the, gonna the work. thought was that you know there there was a, like the lanes are wide enough there's just enough room to go three wide, but to do so mm-hmm. is very risky. Yeah, and, um, and it, I think and they and maybe pretty panicked. Clear they didn't, I yeah, they panicked I think it was. Yeah. yeah, I think they had to have done because they 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 had to have thinking we don't want to lose track position to Sato here, who's been again fast pretty much all the way through. Remember yeah. that it becomes very important later. Well, it becomes but, important uh, as well. Andretti's pit crew, their pit crews are just not on it for any of their cars. They any time they would gain, and they were Andretti and Penske kind of blew it in opposite directions here, where mm. Penske was awful in qualifying but really fast in the race. But couldn't go anywhere with it. Yeah. Right. Andretti was the other way around where they were apocalyptically fast in qualifying, especially with Marco. And before um, before the wind had affected their qualifying runs for the Fast 9. Right. But right. they just and didn't have race pace. I think New Garden made up 11 or 12 positions on pit stops alone. Oh, his crew was critic- on it. His, his, his crew was, was fantastic. And, and on the other end of the scale... James Hinchcliffe lost 10 places at one point due to a dodgy pit stop on his end. So you could see where, it, where Andretti had screwed the pooch. Again, Ross, Rossi gets released unsafely, and Hinch, another one of their top gunners, lost 10, lost 10 spots on a dodgy pit stop as well, where the anti-stall, I think, might have kicked in or something along those lines. Um, yeah. So yeah, and I mean, even the, then, like... I'm wondering if Andretti's running a lot of cars now here. Yep, like a third of the field, a third of the field between their own cars <laughs> and cars they support on the engineering side. Mm. Not so much and on the speed of the cars and the talent in the driving seat. I'm wondering if they're spreading themselves too thin just on the cruise. Maybe, maybe, maybe. It's an interesting theory. But uh, yeah, we saw Rossi go all the way to the back of the field for the next restart. Um, remember that another it funny also gift. becomes important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got a f- yeah. another funny Rossi hand gesture. <laughs> go, go, catch up to the safety car, damn it! Yeah, he's catch he, up him, to the queue. Fu- him and furiously gesticulating at Max Chilton because he was almost going to get left behind on the safety car restart. You, you could tell at this point, uh, Rossi was driving angry at this point, and we all know what happens to Alex Rossi at Indy, Indy when he drives angry. He well, uh, makes a couple of really two. aggressive overtakes, and then dot dot dot. Wait, he's put it in the wall. Oh no! Yeah, um, it, yeah. Rossi. It looked like he. It looked like he just drove it a bit 
too low in turn two and just lost the car. A well, before this happened, we should mention what happened to my boy. Oh, yes. Because the Penske's, the Penske's were pretty much a handful of cars they decided to pit off sequence. And Simon Pagano ended up at the front of the field, led a couple laps, was doing real good until this restart. Well, yeah, he, he was trying to work an alternate strategy, didn't quite work out, crept back into the teens more on, again, Penske's pit stop work rather than being able to pass on track. Goes for a move on Ryan Hunter Ray. Hunter Ray closes the door in the short shoot. And that's Pagano's front wing gone. It was uh, dangling like a broken nose. Literally. A human yeah. broken nose as he, as he limped into the pits after that. Yeah, and it actually Somehow. had to do three quarters of a lap with basically no front wing. And this backed the whole field up where they went about five wide on the back straight. Rossi sending it around the outside alongside Elio. Right, just right. fucking and yeeting, and that was the, that was the end of Pagano's race as far as any potential yeah. to get a good result from a competition standpoint. <laughs> that was, <it's... laughs> oh, I think I, I I think the quote from Cam on uh, our watch party was Ryan Hunter Ray, you are now officially on my shit list. <laughs> yes, <laughs> along along fun. with a loud hearty fuck. Yep. Yeah, for, yeah, that that was definitely there too. See if you can see if you can cl- find that out of the clip uh, on, on the watch party. <laughs> it, it's it's as hilarious as it sounds, but yeah, yeah. Rossi g- drives a bit too angry. He puts it in the wall on lap one forty four. Um, that obviously brings out another caution. Um, we get a few more green lap green flag laps after this now. And we're now into that phase of the race where we get towards lap 170. This is when guys had come in for their final. Well, well, no, we, final what we should stop. say before that is that during that last stint off the restart, another new challenger appeared. Takuma you Sato tell. didn't just catch Scott Dixon. He passed him and Dixon couldn't, he couldn't get past yeah, they had their final round of stops, and Sato had actually now overtaken Dixon, and Dixon for the first time. Yeah, we um, thought in the previous stint, okay, Dixon's playing with his food here. But, no, but the thing was, yeah. uh, at the time, we thought Dixon couldn't had no way of challenging him. But reading the mm. post-race interviews, apparently Dixon was saving fuel, that they knew mm. that they wanted. Oh, they both to- were. Yeah, they both were, but Dixon, Dixon, and Mike Hall, like Mike Hall, was doing the fuel numbers for for all of Ganassi, and they wanted to make sure that when the when the time come, when the time came, and they made their their final stop, that Dixon could go flat out at the end. Uh, even even then, though, I mean, in the previous stint, Dixon before their final stops, Dixon couldn't pass Sato. And we thought, okay, he's playing with his food here. Then the next stint happens. They're both playing with fuel mixes, trying to save fuel. Obviously, Dixon has an advantage in keeping in the draft. But even later on, supposedly Dixon turned it up to full rich. Yeah. So and Sato still had the no, he still had the punch so, out of turn two. So here's the thing. It'll it'll become important later on. But Dixon had enough fuel. That for the last ten laps he could run on fuel on full power. Sato said in a post race interview 
that there was no way for them to do that. The last lap, he knew he would not have been able to do on full power. He would. He was planning on being as defensive as possible on on the last handful of laps. Hmm. Yeah, but as the race played out as yep, well. Yeah, uh, the race didn't need to play out that the way. Ra- well, the race didn't need yeah. to play out that way, but even before that, Sato was able to get the draft off of some lap cars and put them between him and Dixon. Yep. And he actually, yeah. by the time the incident, the, the, the <laughs> incident, the unfortunate event happened, he had already basically broken the draft. Yep. And he could yeah, sit he in a lap wh- car draft. Dixon was almost more under threat from Graham Rahal, who in all of this was hounding him for second place. Yeah, RLL so by, came by, alive in the last 50 laps. They really did. Last 50 laps, um, late race pace was sensational from RLL. Sato had about a, a second, a second and a half in hand with around six or seven laps to go. And we're thinking, Sato's got one hand on the trophy here. Like Dixon's got to pass these dudes now. He can't do it. And we're all thinking, hang on, it looks like Sato might have this in the bag. And then we got confirmation that Sato had it in the bag because on lap 196, the race effectively ended because Spencer Piggott had a nasty accident spinning out of turn four. This was awful. He had an awful spin coming out of turn four at 220 miles an hour. um, And he crashes right into the pit divider. Um, and bounces into the outside wall afterwards. It was like something you would get in a really unfortunate iRacing incident. We would know. King does plenty of races on, oh, on streaming God. them. Oh, yeah, Discord came off server. of turn four, lost the car. The initial hit wasn't that bad. The second hit, right. oh my God, it's like a baseball bat crack. Yeah, Just it's... kaboom, into the pit wall attenuator. The attenuator is completely destroyed. Yeah, it's all... It's all gone. They had to lift um, Spencer out of the car. He was on a stretcher for a little while. He clearly had the wind knocked out. No, he was not on the stretcher. He was lying flat on the track. Yeah, he was on the track. We saw him just before uh, NBC did one of their opportune commercial um, commercial (laughs) breaks. But we saw him sit up. You gotta love it. It's like, oh... 20 laps to go. It's like, this is our last commercial break. We'll be live, uninterrupted till the finish, until Pickett put it in the wall. It's like, let's squeeze another advert in. Yeah, this is the finish, guys, right? (laughs) This is the finish. But yeah, um, IndyCar, after the race, estimated that it would have taken anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half to repair the pit wall attenuator. It wasn't just the tires. It looks like there was actual structural damage to the wall. Structural damage. From the force of the hit. And as a result, with four laps to go, they do not throw a red flag. They race keep it under over. caution, and the race is over. Yes, again, Takuma Sato takes his second Indy 500. It, it's it it was it was crazy to watch. We we got we got the news of I think it was about three to go that they said there will be no red flag, and that was the end of the race. Um, there was a lot of um, hellfire and brimstone on Twitter. Um, uh, over over that finish to, to which to which I say, um, IndyCar I think got it spot on. Like there's Look. many reasons why. One, the TV window. They said that themselves that was it the would have been sixty. To, yeah, and, been, it would have been. It would it would have been sixty to ninety minutes to fix to fix the damage from that incident, and 
they're going to miss the TV window. They have to be moved yeah. to CNBC, and no one wants the IndyCar's biggest race yeah. of the year to be moved to CNBC. This this that race already enough. suffered. It suffered on the yeah. ratings enough. This was the lowest five hundred ratings in. Yeah. Jeez, what was the number, King? Decades. Decades. Like it's my my argument to why the TV ratings were so low is that it it wasn't on a holiday weekend like a normal yeah. is in May that. Everyone isn't sitting at home with nothing to do and only the 500 to watch. Uh, yeah. There, It was in such a crowded and packed sports environment where literally every sports league in the United States is back to playing now. Um, Not just that, it's yeah. playoffs. Uh, hockey's in their playoffs, basketball is in their playoffs, yeah. and baseball yeah. is happening right now as well. And yeah, and uh, yeah, well, some this, of this race, yeah, this yeah, this race ran also. It ran head to head with the Champions League final, the biggest game in soccer, or at least in club soccer, anyway. Well, that's uh, not really going to affect time. you know American TV ratings. Yeah, <laughs> but um, um, <laughs> yeah, race yeah, ends true. up being called, and mm-hmm. I mean, nine of the last twenty five hundreds have ended under caution. Right? Is anyone here saying? Dario's three one wins are somehow illegitimate because of that. No, it's and, and pe- people wanted people are like well, they should institute a green white checkered rule. To which I say, this is the Indianapolis five hundred, not the Indianapolis five hundred two, not the Indianapolis five hundred five. It's the Indy five hundred. I mean, and no, NASCAR it, is the exception. Yep. There's no reason that IndyCar has to be an exception too. Right, and all I was going to say on top of that is that if um, if they did throw the red flag, even if you did have this supposed sprint finish, it takes two laps for the tires and, and the engines to get heat, sufficient heat in them for, for them to drive safely. It would have been a one lap sprint finish, having At to wait ninety minutes for. And yeah, the infantry having to wait ninety minutes for a one lap sprint finish is dumb. On a, yeah, on and any it's level. unsafe. It, it's unsafe because people dangerous. are going to make. Hail Mary moves. It's the Indy 500, and for the of most course. and for the most part, the lead won't change because in a one yeah. lap sprint, uh, whoever's in second is not going to have enough time to catch the leader to even attempt a move. Yeah. No, the and restarts restarts as we saw in this race heavily favored the leader pretty much all the way through. That's not that's yeah. not just a this race thing. It's an every race thing. Yeah, like it's, yeah, pretty much. It, it's relative unless someone just has a ridiculously dominant car. It's right. very rare to see someone just up and drag race someone off a restart. And I think some of it stemmed from as well. Scott Dixon is a fan favorite. Scott Dixon dominated the race. Well, he dominated the whole race, but he didn't win. Therefore, Takuma didn't deserve it. To which I say, in the last 50 laps, Takuma Sato tore that out of Dixon's hands. He did. Because... Though he was the one person Dixon didn't have an answer for with the way the race played out. Yeah, Scott Dixon was fast all day, but Takuma Sato was fast when it mattered. It doesn't matter how many laps you lead if you don't lead the last one. Yep. No matter what lap might be the last one. Hi, Toyota. How you doing? <laughs> oh... But David Croft said that Anthony Davidson won. Yeah. Well, um, David Croft <laughs> says a lot of things that doesn't mean we have to like them. But, but yeah, yeah just, just to check in on Spencer Piggott, 
Uh, he did get transported to, to Methodist Hospital, and he was later, uh, you know, cleared and released from the hospital. Spencer's fine. Yep, Spencer's Indeed. okay. It was a hellacious impact. Big one. And, um, big, even even by Indy 500 standards, a big one. Yeah, you don't um, get I, you don't get small crashes at the 500. But man, oh man, I'm, I'm glad that Sato did get a win with Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan because redemption. Uh, yeah, redemption. Fucking redemption. Because when he when he came to IndyCar and he had his first shot at a 500 back in 2012, it was with Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan, and he made that turn against one. Ganassi. Yeah, against Ganassi. Mm-hmm. Made the turn one move against Dario to try to get the win and lost it, put it in the turn one wall. Uh, you know, eventually he moves on to Andretti where he got his 500 win. Now he comes home to Ray Hall and gets them a 500 win. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I mean, there was Bobby Ray Hall was jumping up and down, crying in the pit lane. It was great. <laughs> First and third. First and third, two cars on the podium, including the win. That's about as that's dreamlike for Bobby Ray Hall yeah. right there. We yeah. saw David Letterman amongst amongst the victory speech, complete with full Santa beard. He really has just embraced uh, him embraced being Father Christmas in the middle of August. Um, yeah. You saw and, um, Letterman up there. We, we saw the first time. We saw the new uh, podium lift being used to lift the winning car onto the podium to join in the celebrations. And... Uh, Takuma took a milk dunk because he's lactose intolerant. Oh, yeah, what a take, boy. Did take a long sip, though. <laughs> a little sip. Initial a, 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 sip. Initial a sip, sip and then dunked it on his head. Oh, man. Good though, man. I should point out that this is uh, Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan's second 500 win. The last time they won the 500 mm-hmm. was with Buddy Rice in 2004. And just as a point of wow. reference, Takuma Sato is the sixth oldest 500 winner. He is 11 months younger than than Buddy Rice is today. That's incredible. <laughs> and as He's well, I mean... He's 43 years young. <laughs> the, the, the man just gets better and better. He's, yeah. he, he ran it's, it's such crazy. a clean... I mean, even last year. Last year, he was in prime position in case Pagano and Rossi ended up in a ball of carbon fiber. He's, right. he's been good around here for years. He has the win in 2017. And he ran a really clean race for the first three quarters of it, and then when it came yeah. time to drop the hammer, he went and got after he it did. and took it from the dominant car. As RJ said in the in the chat, he's aged like a fine wine. It's only a six it's only a sixth ever indie car win. He's making him count. He's picking the good ones, and yeah, only the twentieth <laughs> man to ever have multiple five hundred wins. It's a very exciting And only the club. uh only the I believe the sixth born outside the United States to have more than one win. Yep. Rarified air. That's crazy. Yeah, and, uh, well, let's, let's, have a, let's have a quick rundown of the uh, ultimate finishing positions here. Mm-hmm. We'll pick out some fun stories as well because there's some good names in here. Takuma Sato, your winner of the 104th running of the Indy 500. Uh, Scott Dixon, hell of an effort in second place there. And oh. I think if he's thinking championship, he'll gladly take the 91 points he picked up this yeah. finishing in second. Yeah, you might as well. Um, we're going to get to the standings later, but basically yeah. engrave it already. That said... <laughs> For- this is yeah. the same guy who said he'd trade every championship he's ever won for more 500, so I don't think he's going to be too happy with how D- this one Dixon played out. Dixon was magnanimous in defeat like he usually is. He's a very classy gent, Scott Dixon, but you could tell that one You can see it in his, his, his mouth said, one. his mouth was honorable in defeat. His eyes said hate. Pain. 
Spain. Spain without the S. Uh, like it, 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 this one hurt. He knew he he knew he was close on this one, and it third just runner up did. finish as well. Oh God, Dixon, Jesus Christ! As mentioned, Graham Rahal third. Great result for him and the RLR boys as well. He's been there for a while. Great result for for Bobby and the team there. First and third, phenomenal result there for RLR in racing. Santino Ferrucci four for Dale Coyne. Say what you will about this kid off the track. The, the talent was never been. There's, no, there's never really in question. Uh, that's a phenomenal. He ran a good Obels, clean race. Least, he ran a clean good race. Clean got race. to the finish. Uh, it really showed like how much space the coin cars did have. Yeah, he they did, and, uh, yeah, he and Baylu were putting on a show. Yeah, very good stuff indeed. Santino Ferrucci in fourth. Joseph Newgarden, who again gained so many places in the pits coming up through the field. Um, and, you know, was in that leading group, just didn't have the late race pace at the very end. He but was, fifth place for Joseph Newgarden. I think he was a prime example of speed versus track position where... It looked like the other mm. Penske's were all faster than him in isolation. Yeah. Excuse me, but um, oh. none of them had the track position to make it work, while it, whereas Joseph did. That said, he yep. he had a train behind him at the end. Indeed. Um, it, it, it was tight, but he made it work. Um, rookie of the Year, officially voted Rookie of the Year, and highest finishing rookie, well, kind of by proxy, really. Only, only two of them saw the flag, and only one was yeah. on the lead lap. But Pado Award in sixth place for McLaren. Great result for, for Pado there. Red Bull's loss seems job. to be IndyCar's gain. He did a great um, job. He ran a clean race. What a couple really good moves on restarts. Um, he's a very brave man, Pado. Certainly. Brave. Uh, very um, Flew the McLaren flag. Love him or hate him. But, uh, you know, I think first of many good results good. here. I think he has the touch. Indeed. Um, yeah, certainly. James Hinchcliffe, seventh, complete with nightmare-inducing mask. Um, <laughs> again, lost ten. Lost- <laughs> Highest finishing Andretti cars. Yeah. Yeah! I mean, again. <laughs> Their race pace, the race pace wasn't there, and their pit stops were hot trash. Yeah, um, amazing. Yeah, again, I remember Hinch said Hinch lost ten places on one of those pit stops earlier on in the race. He actually did quite well to come back and finish in seventh in the end, all things considered. Um, good result there for Hinch. Uh, Colton Herter in eighth, who is now we've now officially decided gets the new mantle of great hair because uh, he does have. Right magnificent. Hair. Um, glorious hair. So. Magnificent. Glorious hair. And a good race for him as well. Good to see him get to the flag and get a decent result this time after the tragedy he, of He finished. He finished the race. He finished. Let's go. <laughs> no kidding. Um, so yeah, Colton Herter in eighth. Jack Harvey, ladies and gentlemen, P9. That's a hell of a result for Britain's own there, Jack Harvey. Friend of Great the show. result there. Friend of the show, you don't know Jack in ninth. Good job, man. Well done, sir. We're very happy for you here at M101. That's a fantastic result. Continuing Harvey, just proving like he belongs here now. He really is one of yeah. the better runners in the field now. Uh, the, the, yeah, the, Shank, hey, the biggest uh, race of them all. The, the Shank Andretti head. partnership, I've said it before on the show, but it's showing that Jack Harvey, all this time, wasn't the driver who was slow. He's been no, putting in sir. good result after good result all this year. Certainly not the driver, indeed. Uh, Cam Shitlist in 10th there in the top 10. Hunter <laughs> I Ray. should also say, uh, 
for those of you who watched the live stream, the, the watch party, he was my secondary pick for the uh for the race. It was between him and Takuma. All I have is regret. Oh man. <laughs> oh yeah. My oh, number one yeah. pick and my number two pick hit each other. God damn it. Uncle Helio in eleventh place there. Good job from the from the veteran Penske runner there. All he had a couple insane passes around the outside on restarts. The man oh, yeah. still got it. Indeed. Hopefully it won't be the last of the yellow submarine in some capacity. Felix Rosenquist, King Felix in twelfth. Uh, Marco Andretti. Oh, Anonymous. 13th. Dropped off. Oh. Uh, dropped off. You know, all week he had the issue of his car was comically fast out on its own in qualifying trim and leading other cars, but he just couldn't draft up to anybody. And that was only worsened when nobody could draft up to anybody during the race. Yeah. He just, he lost the lead on lap one and just spent the race being pretty anonymous. Yeah. Like when, when track positions at a premium and it's hard to overtake track positions key. If you can't pe- keep people behind you, you won't win here. And no, uh, no chance. I, and Marco was a, was, a, was a sitting duck most of the way around, unfortunately. Maybe next year for Marco. Again, it might be willpower in willpower in fourteenth. Zach Veach fifteenth. Jr. Hildebrand sixteenth. Max Chilton seventeenth. Charlie Kimball eighteenth. Those were the last of the lead lap runners. Then we had Tony Kaman in nineteenth. Renus VK, the lap down. Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> we were um, rooting for you, Renus. We were all re- even, we're all rooting for you. I don't even remember what happened to Renus during the race. It was the, it was the pit lane, wasn't yeah, it? it? Was the pit it was lane. A, he, yeah, yeah. The pit lane incident. I think he overcooked it in pit lane. Yeah, Ed Carpenter oh. racing straight up. They were straight up not having a good time this year. And he I mean, was the one Chevy up there all the way through in qualifying. The one Chevy in the top 13. Well, yeah, and... we, we only got one Chevy in the top 10. Well, two Chevys in the top 10. New Garden and uh, Award. Besides that, you know, it was just the domination. Yeah, it seemed like Chevy had a good race engine. But again, if you can't pass and you qualify bad... You can't use that speed. Yep. No. Um, Fernando Alonso, 21st. Like, Fernando, it's okay. You're not getting the triple crown. You don't have to bother if you're not taking this seriously, Chief. It's fine. All aboard the Montoya Lamar hype train. Yep. Let's Your get it. Your triple crown is here. Let's get it. Cause... Simon Pagano with with a, with a uh, broken front nose uh, in 22nd. Uh, ben Hanley Pain. on the Dragon Spree for 23rd. Sage Karam, 24th. I will say, uh, props into- to Ben Hanley for just getting that shitbox to the flag. <laughs> yeah. That was a, that, that car was built at the last minute and was horrible. I remember Ben Hanley last year. He, act, I, I don't think Hanley is a bad driver around here at all. Um, I kid, I the kid's a that- missile in LMPs. Yeah, so I don't think slow. this was on Hanley. I think this was more just a case of Dragon Speed and last-minute preparation never goes well. And, yeah, the, the car was slow as dirt. So, yeah, no surprises there. But uh, a good effort from Hanley regardless. Sage Karam, 24th. And into then the uh, guys that either had severe problems or just did not make the flag at all. Spencer Piggott, as I mentioned, crashed out in 25th there. Ed Carpenter was 13 laps down in the end after his early tangle with Zach Veach. Alex Paylou put the put it in the ward on lap one twenty one. 
Connor Daly and Askew spin we mentioned 29th and 30th. Dalton Kennett, um, uh, 31st. Marcus Erickson, 32nd in the wall. And James Davison, as mentioned. Last over the line, first card to retire with a case of green glowing brake disc. That's what you get for putting the Black the Blue logo on your car. Um, All I'm going to so- say is it's not a surprise he couldn't make it to lap 18. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyway, yep. now as as mentioned, scoring system nine points if uh, if you were on pole position. The fast nine got got points from nine to one, depending on finishing position, and double points for the race itself. Um, so one hundred for the win in this case, and it's had a dramatic effect on the championship standings. Unless you're Scott Dixon, no, uh, Scott- like this just uh, this just makes up for that one race that Taku missed earlier in the season. Right, Dixon now has an eight. Has a, now has an eighty-four point lead in the in the drivers' championship standings. Back it yeah, up. We're going back, home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I if if Scott Dixon blows an eighty-four point lead in this championship, I will eat this jersey live on a show. Uh, it's it's not. I think that is the safest. That's even safer than King's Reno bet from last year. <laughs> and to make that, 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 and to dig this hole even <laughs> deeper. Uh, unlike other seasons where the Indy 500 and the season finale are both double point races, the season finale won't be a double points race. So there's no one. Nope. There's he no way. Three, he has effectively a, a race and a half that he yeah. could completely phone in, not finish, and still be leading the championship. Yes, a race Dixon and a half probably, yeah. with five to go. It's it's, a, yeah, it's over. People Somehow forget this will be. Yeah. Somehow this will be a, a it probably in Dixon's eyes relatively hollow considering another runner up for the five hundred. <laughs> Indeed, only let, he let, could win a championship with races to go and be like, "Yeah, this year wasn't a success." The only solace that Dixon will take is like, or New Garden will take in second right now is that Dixon will not be happy to lift his what is it sixth IndyCar championship now? Yeah. Um, if uh, like Jesus Christ, they he has an eighty-four point it. lead. Joseph <laughs> oh, just needs oh. to stop taking the one when he wins the championship. Yeah, just, <laughs> just he puts just, the one just, on his car and it just blows up in his face. Stick to two. It was a perfectly cool number. Um, as as mentioned, Joseph Newgarden in second on two fifty one. Pato Award is third in the championship on two eighteen. What an effort that is. Um, Pato is up there. He's four points ahead of uh, Graham Rahal. Uh, there in in fourth on two fourteen. Simon Pagano on two twelve. All I feel is sick. pain. <laughs> what else is new? Um, Takuma Sato in sixth on two oh seven. Uh, Colton Hurts in seventh on one eighty nine. Can we just say yeah. Taku got over? He got over half his points haul from this week alone between the Fast Nine and the five hundred win. Yeah, yeah. He got a hundred and fifteen points off this off this week's work, uh, and he's got two hundred and seven for the year. So Good says God. a lot about how 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 dramatic a uh, spin you can take. In terms of this one race, as mentioned, Colton Hurt is 7th on 189, Santino Ferrucci on 181, Will Power 9th on 175. It is weird saying Will Power is 9th in the championship at any given year, given it's, it's Will Friggin' Power. Um, and Felix Rosenquist in 10th on 157. That rounds off the top 
10 in the championship. Again, and it's hard to believe we've only got five races to go. It feels like we've been here, I've only just gotten here, and now we're already like more than halfway through the races that the, in this recalibrated season that yeah, we're getting. Not only are uh, we more than halfway through, this weekend we have a double header, and then we only have three races left. Yeah, yeah, we have a double header at Gateway this weekend on um, August 29th and August 30th. Um, we'll obviously, we'll talk about those on next week's show. Um, a double header then. And remember, we, the IndyCar does not race in September. Uh, the whole of September is off the table, unfortunately, due to COVID related issues, of course. We'll be back after that for two more races at Indianapolis's road course, the Harvest Grand Prix double bill on October 2nd and 3rd. And of course, then the season finale at the moved St. Petersburg round on October 25th. So yeah, only five races to go. Dixon, you could probably make the case, already has one hand on the championship. And lads, um, we're already over an hour. So, you know, let's just sum it up real quickly. I mean, we we, we got a couple of little extra things like, oh, cool, Jean Top was there. So that was interesting. More speculation. But what did you guys make of this year's 500 in general? It was it was okay. Yeah, for for all the outside circumstances, this is probably the best 500 we're going to get, and I'm not going to say it's a bad race, because it definitely was not a bad race to watch. Yeah, it wasn't a bad race to watch. I would, um... On, on a 1 to 10 scale, I'd probably give it a 7.5. Yeah, that feels about it right. It was alright. Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, uh, again, I think I the limiting factor was just, there was so much dirty air. <laughs> that yeah. nobody could These really cars, um without the, yeah. the amount of cautions that we had, this would have been a uh this would have been a snooze fest. <laughs> yeah, the cautions is what kind of made this race interesting, which is probably not the ideal yeah. way around you want an Indy five hundred to be, but it still made for a very intriguing race. A good 500. I wouldn't say it was a great 500, but certainly an enjoyable time. And we're all, look, who isn't happy for Takuma Sato? One of the real good dudes in IndyCar and in, 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 in sports in general. We love to I can name, uh, I can name two <laughs> pancake enthusiasts. <laughs> yeah. Just a touch. But uh, that'll do it for our Indy 500 special here on Motorsport 101. We'll have another episode later in the week talking about a absolutely bonkers MotoGP weekend in Styria. And uh, oh boy, we got a lot to get into with that one as well. That's going to be a very fun episode as well. But in the meantime, basically you can find us one more time, youtube.com forward slash motorsport101. Please subscribe if you if you, if you enjoyed the show. Um, again, our social media is in the description down below and next to our tags. But again, if, you want to, if you're listening on the audio side, Harrison101HD, at Ryan Eric King, at CBuckley917, at RJ O'Connell, even though he's only here in spirit this time round. Um, and uh, of course the podcast Twitter at motorsport underscore 101. Please follow us on there if you enjoy it. Um, we're also on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash motorsport101. Fun gets you early access to all of the audio versions of our show. $10 gets you in the supporters club of our Discord server. Um, and you can listen to these shows live as they're being recorded and get early access to all the full-length video versions of the show. Thank you very much for watching or oh, listening or both. Who knows? Uh, we'll catch you back for some MotoGP in Styria. But from me, Dre Harrison, Ryan King, and Cam Buckley, catch you guys next time. Sayonara. Bye. Yes, again, Sato.